What's up, everybody? This is Excellence Personified, Brian Carson, and you are listening to the most excellent podcast in the world of professional wrestling, indie wrestling, any kind of wrestling. Doesn't matter. Wrestling cheers, baby. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you can't call yourself Emma anymore. But this is Wrestling Cheers, brought to you by the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com and NEO Sports Insiders. Please, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, and Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers. If you want to email us, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com, and head on over to WhatAManeuver.net and grab yourself some Wrestling Cheers merch. I am your host. Something I don't always mention on my damn episodes, but yeah, I am your host. I am Heavy Set. This week, we are back to the regular preview review format that we like to do, and that's going to be the next six weeks. We have three AIW shows to preview and review, so it's going to be a bumpy ride, and we're going to start off with with this show. We've got a dilemma featuring Tennille Dashwood this Friday, February 23rd, 7.30 bell time at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. And actually, with this show, we're going to have two debuts on this episode and next episode, uh, one each, all for this particular we've got a dilemma so first off we're gonna start with a man returning i think he was on maybe the last regular show i did we have ed from pod van dam hello hi hi i think i was i think i was on the last one last regular that was one. i mean that wasn't an interview yeah there was that wasn't an interview which i mean you got mentioned on the last episode i did uh, i do love Liv morgan that is a fact the superior member of the riot squad if caden was on this episode he might fight you <laughs> And then there's probably someone out there that loves Sarah Logan. Raymond Rowe. <laughs> well, if he fights you, then... Then I'm dead. <laughs> I'm a dead boy. I'd be a dead boy then. Yeah. Uh, beat up by a, a burly, a burly boy. Oh, he is a burly boy. Yeah. So, all right. And we are joined by our debut for this episode. Someone that I've mentioned for a, a very long time here on this show. Every single episode, we have Michael Moynihan from Moy Boy Designs. Hello. Yeah, I always appreciate those plugs, man. Uh, every time I hear it, I like I smile real big. Well, you're you are the official graphic designer, which we could throw out there. Uh, it's it's gonna eventually be out, but we are in the process of working on a Bullet Club inspired Wrestling Cheers logo. Is it because I want it? F- fuck yeah, that's why. So am I like two, three years behind the trend? Yeah, but screw it, I want to do it. 
if if you if you wait long enough, it's new again. It's all right. Yeah. If um, you know, we can get the buffet club and banana club within the past year. Screw it. I'm just gonna do it for wrestling cheers too. And there there are talks of other logo designs, but the that is something that we are literally working on. We just started, I think, last week on figuring out what's what, what go, great goes where, and you know, you've you put me in my place a couple times. Like I thought something was better, and you throw it out there, and I go, huh? Yeah, I guess you're right. That that way is better. <laughs> All right, we got a wonderful card here for We've Got a Dilemma. And of course, matches that we have, you know, the woman herself, Tennille Dashwood versus Britt Baker. Filthy Tom Lawler versus Dominic Greeny. The production versus No Consequences in a 10-man tag match. Twins versus Dedication Personified for the AIW Tag Team Titles. Oh, I love that name. I love that name. I love it. NJF versus Colt Cabana, or as I seen Colt put on Twitter today, it's current Colt Cabana versus 2001 Colt Cabana. And there's there's one other match that was announced. AIW over the past six months have been doing things a lot differently, and I kind of like it. Like I mean, we always get like a match or two that's not announced, or sometimes we get a match or two that's nowhere near ever announced. And then I think it was Absolution. We had a match that was put on the flyer, and that was it. No, there was never a, an individual match. F- uh, graphic for it then this past or this current show i should say this past month i noticed on aiw's instagram stories they threw up this match and since then this might not be happening but i'm going to report it to you for those who aren't on instagram a four-way tag match to infinity and beyond versus the jollyville fuckets versus pme versus and here's where it might not happen exactly or it definitely won't happen mance warner versus sean schultz for those who don't know sean schultz has recently announced his retirement from wrestling i i think i skimmed through the announcement it's i believe it was an injury with a spine and he said he'd rather be there for his children so ed i think you had a comment on that yeah uh i don't like sean schultz and i never did but that being said it sucks really bad when someone has to do has to quit doing something they love doing, and I'm not a fan of that. And I said, thank you, Sean Schultz, for allowing us to hate you for a year. Has it been just a year, or has it been longer? I, I feel like bitch. I feel like it's been a decade. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's been like two years, but I could be wrong. Or maybe it's been just a little over a year. Yeah. So that is all the matches. And like we do for this format, we pick three matches before the show. We're going to go over them. And then we'll make picks for all the matches. So let's start with start the one that Ed, uh, Ed uh, started talking about there. We have the AIW Tag Team Championship match of the Twins, or Twins, versus Dedication Personified. PB Smooth and Hornswoggle versus Dedication Personified. Okay, so I think what the most important thing here in this match is that their tag team name is Twins. And they don't look anything alike. And it's hilarious. And I don't know why we're all not laughing really big, because it's my favorite thing in wrestling <laughs> that Hornswoggle and PV Smooth's tag team name is Twins. I think the only way it would be better by calling it Twins is Hornswoggle and Big Mo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Big Mo got a shout out on Raw. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> well, uh, Jonathan Coachman's really cringe, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, this is a direct quote. He said, whoever wins here tonight is going to get the momentum going into the Elimination Chamber. They're going to get the Big Mo. I said, oh, oh. I, I don't know if I like that or not. Like, Oh, no, it's awful. It's really, I don't know what why he thought that was a cool thing to say. 
unless the winner of the Elimination Chamber gets Big Mo, and we don't know. Oh, like, shit. He signed a contract we didn't know about. And the loser gets Big Tuan. <laughs> but you guys, their tag team name is Twins, and it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, this match was announced, like, earlier in the month. I mean, I was laughing, I think, then. Now I'm like, I mean, not that's worn off, but, I mean, still, I mean, it's, it's a fun name. It's the best tag team name possibly ever. It's amazing. I don't want them to ever lose the tag titles just because of this. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm about the same with that. I'm, I think they need to hold the titles for a while. Just the hilarity that we can get between these two. And also, we can't forget that just earlier, you know, last year, Swoggle was with Dedication Personified. That, that's, those are definitely the interactions that I'm most interested in going into this match. Just to, to see, like, yeah, are, are they going to, like, are Dedication Personified going to be hurt? Are they going to be, like, I mean, yeah, cool boss uh but we want it now or yeah because at the same time now that dedication personified isn't with hornswoggle you know they've earned a tag title shot which didn't happen when they were with hornswoggle but at the same time hornswoggle wasn't a tag team champion either so uh, it's it's a win-win for both teams coming out well, so who's better off well if there's anything for certain in this match it's for certain that brian carson will chew gum i'm i'm hoping um hornswoggle puts someone in the doomsday device Holy shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. That's what I want to see. It's a move. Hornswoggle, do it. Preferably do it to Pigma. <laughs> Shatter every bone in his body. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, one thing I, I do want to mention, I, I had seen on Twitter, I think it was last week, uh, Brian Carson talk about some health issues. I mean, I think he wrestled a match over the weekend, I think, um, but I'm not 100% sure. So that's another thing I think going into this, you know, will Brian Carson be able to participate in this match or you know, will he be fine? What do you guys think? I think he'll chew gum obnoxiously like big <laughs> is what I think Brian Carson will do. Let chew it really big and obnoxious. So, so if there's anything certain, at least like that, that that'll be the constant for you. Yeah, Ed, if Frank Carson will come out. Ed, you're kind of stuck on that. Um, for do we, years. Do we, do we, <laughs> for years, I've been stuck on it. Do we need to put some peanut butter in your mouth? Get the gum out. It, um, I just hate it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what is it with Ed's not liking Brian Carson? He just it's he chews gum really big. You know, it just I don't know it triggers me. It did it when Ken Anderson would do it too. I just hate it. I just. There's no like rational reason why. I just I think it's awful. What about Mr. Perfect? Uh, yeah, he I guess he did too. I don't know. Yeah, I guess <laughs> heels chew gum real big. I guess I don't hate it. Um, yeah, this is the toned down version of it. Mike has heard this rant for like two years now. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even a joke. Like it's bothered me from day one. I don't... I can't wait. Till we do the double ed episode we were talking about it before we were recording about doing a double ed episode and i think we have to just make sure brian carson's on it just so you two <laughs> your moment oh. where you just go off on it on him the fucking pants oh god so is that all we had to say about this guy like <laughs> about like, brian like, carson specifically like, well, what about dr dan That's i it. love dr dan a lot of That's people, why i'm I... so split on this tag team and i have been for like since they've teamed up how will you feel if there is toilet paper brought to this show? You guys, Dr. Dan is a, he's an Ivy League educated man. If you're tossing toilet paper at him, you should all be ashamed of yourselves. And he's an Ivy League educated man who is teamed up with your enemy. So obviously he sees something in Brian Carson that you don't. I see uh, <laughs> a man that chews gum really big. 
have you have you ever asked them what flavor is, is it? No. What flavor? I should be able just to see it though because of how big he chews it. <laughs> I should be able just to look. You're in the front row. You tell me. You got a good look. I'll tell you what. Ask other Ed to uh, put the zoom in on his camera. I actually, just find anybody there at the show. Who's oh, there's going to be a lot of zoom lenses at this show. <laughs> let me tell you. Or about how? Let's talk about how quick. Uh, sidebar. How quick front row went for this show? Like, <laughs> like. Oh, I think it was before Rulers of the World. Front row went for this one. Well, they announced the show overall like what four or five months in advance. Well, at least four, I think. And like within two to three weeks, it was all sold out. It was it was stupid quick, you know. Emma, huh? I think we're, it was about. It had to be about three months. Actually, mm. let's. Uh, I think I've heard people bitch about looking up stuff while on the show and how that uh, can't say ruins it. But let's let's go to AIW and let's go when they uploaded the original flyer. Oh no! See what you do when you look stuff up is what I've noticed is you you call to your producer and have your producer look it up, but it's really just you. But you act like there's a producer there. Yeah, I'm definitely my own producer. It's super. It makes it sound super more professional, and I believe that all of these podcasts have producers. I mean, at least you got something like uh, Edge and Christian, who their producer comes on the show. Yeah, but like, I I can't believe like half of these people when they're like, "Oh, a producer looked it up." Like, you don't have a producer. You're like in your apartment. It's like, there's no way you have a producer. No, I think there are some silent producers that don't talk. What do they get out of this? Money. Ah, yeah, there it is. I didn't even think about that. Oh. Some podcasts make money. I don't know why I'm looking this up, but if if I'm correct, this was announced um, right after Hell on Earth because it was at Hell on Earth between matches that when the official watch well, say that's when the official announcement was. But, mm. You know, the flyer came out right afterwards, so it's been well, it's been three months. Yeah, was it hard to get front row? Were you worried? I mean, I bought mine quick. I don't mess around with it. I'm I'm kind of OCD about that. I I need to have my front row. Of every show I've been to at AIW, there's only, I should say, my first two I didn't get. No, my f- first one I didn't get front row. Second one I did, but that's back in the GA days. I've only had to pay for second row once. I got a front row for the Pentagon show and then ended up in the bleachers anyway. I did have a, the benefit of when Biggins was around. There's a lot of times I'd be like, hey, I didn't get a chance to get front row. Can you grab, can you, uh, get one for me and he's like yeah like, we'll just add one but there was i know there was one, there was an absolution i was like dude i i've been so far behind on stuff i i had to wait till this long can i get one he's like nah there's nothing i can do but he did the the benefit of looking around if anybody said like hey i have a front row ticket and someone did and he hooked me up oh, like cool. immediately he sent me like the link to the tweet and i i jumped on it back to brian carson and dr daniel c rockingham yeah i love dr dan you do I don't have strong opinions on Swaggle, though, either way. Really? Uh, Yeah. Like, it's it's fun and everything. He comes out to Newfound Glory. I like that. That's fun. Uh, But I don't know. Yeah, I I don't have any strong feelings on Swaggle. I like PB, though. I, I've definitely liked everything that uh, Swaggle's like done in AIW so far. Like uh, mix, like uh, doing the stuff with Britt Baker. Britt Baker was like really fun for a while, like for a bit, like because that that only went like three or four shows, I think. And uh, it it was nice to really mix mix up what was happening in in the overall matches. Um, it, it was well spread out too between the matches. Yeah. And then between like seeing him for those like those shows, and then like seeing like his stand up, like I don't know, I I've super warmed up to him. I'm hoping PB uses them as a weapon, like a projectile, probably. 
I think the match would be lost like if if that didn't happen. Like, yeah. yeah. What what's even the point? I think it doesn't help that for me right now. I I just seen the lineup for SNL and for the bunch of Mar- the month of March and I think uh, St. Patrick's Day they're gonna have Bill Hader on who's one of my favorites and I I went on YouTube today and looked up a bunch of the Stefan clips for those who understand they'll get it but Bill Hader is a not a really big actor but he can do a lot of imp- really spot on impressions but he had one character that was basically a, a gay man who would give out these really weird nightclub suggestions for his little bit on Weekend Update on SNL and I noticed a pattern that he always would call something a human whatever like a human boombox or a human whatever the only one i can remember off the top of my head is boombox but there's much more and it's he would be asked like what's what's a human boombox and he'd be like it's when you get a you get a midget you carry him around and he does only urban rap <laughs> so picturing anything with hornswog but now i'm picturing stuff on saying like a, like he he becomes a a, a freaking human barrel or I don't know. There's... I've never heard a, a, a joke so specific to to the situation <laughs> that we're gonna see. I want that to be the finish. <laughs> I want it to be the human boom. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'll I'll uh I'll pull the bit off of uh, YouTube and throw it at the very end of the episode if I remember. <laughs> so if you get there and it's not there, bitch at me on Twitter. But I'll put the little... At the very, very end, I'll, I'll put it. I freaking love Bill Hader. So. <laughs> and I love that this character. <laughs> or whatever it is, they're, they're finishing needs to be the human something. But okay, the human boombox. <laughs> it's losing it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a good match. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Big Match Dom in AIW. Filthy Tom Lawler versus Dominic Greeny, a rematch uh, that we've seen already last year in AIW. But, you know, Dom's kind of been on a roll lately. So so is Filthy Tom Lawler. But one more time, Filthy Tom Lawler versus Dominic Greeny. What do you guys feel about this match? Since since their match uh, and and Dom Dom lost, like Dom's come up now two wins on Ethan Page and one on... uh, uh, uh juice yeah yes gotcha all right well like definitely like both of them coming in like on on this role i I could definitely see this going into like like a like a a third match like with with dom picking up this win what do you think ed um i'm really excited for uh filthy tom's entrance i wonder if he's gonna wear another gimp suit or if he has like progressed on to new fetishes like an adult (laughs) baby fetish or he's a furry now an inflation suit something i'm really stoked for it isn't that his gimmick right he's a pervert no the thing is <laughs> no as <laughs> much did i read my been reading that all wrong i just thought he's been a pervert and it's been fun like i, I thought the thing is he mimics something about his opponent uh all right and for that one it was uh it's dom yeah the dom from dominic greeny dominic greeny yeah. Uh, yeah i'm really embarrassed to say i never picked that up <laughs> Is it bad that I picked that up like first thing? Because I noticed noticed that with a couple other matches where he something he'd come out was supposed to be about his opponent. I, I'd have to pull up other matches. Like who did he do for Lewis Linden? Something pirate thing, man. I thought he did, I thought he did a pirate thing. Hmm. He basically did a werewolf for another match too. Yeah, yeah like he's a furry. I told that. you guys, he's a pervert. <laughs> That's his gimmick. It wasn't that. It was just more or less the inside, like the classic werewolf sideburn. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. 
What I think about this match. All right. I don't know what you do here booking-wise because I think you got to keep Tom really strong, but Dom's on a roll right now too. So I could honestly see this going either way, like more so than any other match on the card. I think either guy could win this one. Haven't, haven't you guys talked on the podcast before about how like uh, Tom and Dom would, would be like a, a great tag team? Like, Do you think any of this could like ever lead to something like that? <sighs> Maybe when we like around absolution, we were talking about it, but I think now it just seems like we're They're go- both past that. Yeah, uh-huh. like I, f- I feel like we're going to see Filthy Tom Lawler versus Nick Gage. Absolutely. And if I mean, if that's what AIW is doing, I'm nowhere near saying that's predictable. I'm saying that like that's the moment that I'm kind of waiting for, and like that's going to be a really good match and a really good build between the two because I just feel like they're both badasses at are in their own right, and them coming together in a match. It's going to be crazy. And Dom, like I've said before, Dom doesn't have many bad matches. I think he's correct to me. And he's like, no, there's like this match was bad. Or, and it's a lot, of the, a lot of the early on stuff. But, you know, when he just had, like we said, the two matches with Paige, just come off a match with Juice Robinson, uh, Mance Warner at the Wet Bandits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That match was fucking great. I love that. And I'm not super big on, on a, a lot of like, you know, brawl brawl everywhere type uh type matches but mm-hmm. man they 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 beat the ever-living shit out of each other that day yeah the the last defeat dom mcgreeny had was at uh cold, cold as ice by tom waller <laughs> and i feel like for for the most part in aiw at least in, in recent history that's all that's been dom's only downfall has been filthy tom waller i know he had other ones prior to that but i, I think for the most part, did did Dom ever pick up a win uh, over uh, Hot Sauce? I'm I can't say I'm looking it up. I'm more like I got all AIW's results in front of me. And uh, for those who are wondering, Dominic Greeny still does not have a hyperlink on CageMatch.net. What? Yeah, did he? I don't know if he did. Yeah, um, Jaylet Jaylet tournament. Uh, Tracy beat Dom. Yeah, um, that's what I'm looking at right now. Yeah, Tracy yeah, beat Dom. and then the semifinal four way beat him again. I forgot that that four-way existed, like the Tracy Williams, Tom Carini, Mike Tolar, and Tom Lawler. Oh man, there, there's so many of these shows that that I've been to. Like they're they've just all blended together. But, I think it's fun over the years. Like go look at a Jaylet from a couple years ago. Oh yeah, and just see like oh like what happened to this person? I haven't heard from this person in a while. Or oh this all these people are in WWE. I'm pretty sure the first jail that I went to had Archibald Peck in it, and I, I lost my mind. That was at the top of my, like, Chikara fandom. So, uh, him and uh, Veronica Ticklefeather coming out, it was, I don't know, I, I lost my mind. I want to say that was the first one. Because, the first ever jail? Yeah, because uh, I know Johnny was supposed to be in that, and a bunch of other people, and then Evolve magically had a show that weekend oh. so they had to pull all like the evolve wrestlers and chikara stepped in and there's obviously there a lot of chikara names and after that and archibald peck was one of the ones that i remember there might have been there another year too but Arch- archibald peck because he's a he's a behind the scenes guy now right yeah he's like a writer or something now like, like for wwe it's great for him because I, I always loved his character work mm-hmm uh, that, like just hopping between Arch Archibald Peck, um, you know, he got to do like the what is it, the mysterious and handsome stranger, mixed martial Archie, and then just you know Chris Evans in in ROH like his uh, Goldberg stint. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so so much love for that guy. Yeah, Archibald Peck was entrant number one in Jaylet, and uh, the first year, just throwing this out there because I got the Facebook uh, folder open for uh, AIW. Entrant number one, Archibald Peck number. Oh, why did it jump from one to six? Mm. Anyway, I'll just I'll just read them off. Here's all the entrants: Archibald Peck, ACH, 
M Dog Macross in a promo pic with just stubble. Oh, that's weird. Seems so weird now. Gregory Iron, Matt Fitchett, Ricky Shane Page, Willie Mack, Lewis Linden, Eric Ryan, BJ Whitmer, Davey Vega, Tim Donst, Josh Prohibition, Colin Delaney, Marion Fontaine, Bobby Beverly, Facade, Spanky, Colt Cabana, Flip Kendrick, and Ethan Page. Really solid list. I mean, like, I, I was thinking about each name and, like, how, how they're doing now. And, like, if, if they were to redo that that same exact J-Led, they, that, that so much attention would come to it. Yeah. You get pictures of that are just, like I said, Matt Cross, no beer, just just regular stubble. It's almost unsettling now. A very old picture of Ricky Shane Page. Lewis Linden with a fr- afro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's when he was... uh. Um, uh, Mr. 70s Kung Fu. I love that gimmick. Yeah. Um, BJ Whitmer with his regular style hair, not, uh, shaved. A very old, young picture of Davey Vega. Very young picture of Tim Donst. Josh Prohibition looking about the same as always, except he now has a big beard. A very ECWWE picture of Colin Delaney. Uh, uh, more of a, the 70s type gimmick of Marion Fontaine. Oh, uh, Megastar? Yeah, Megastar. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but just a, an in-shape Bobby Beverly. Oh, <laughs> I love me Bobby Beverly. I, every time I see him, like me and him always talk. Love, oh, yeah. love me some Bev. Oh, there's also, because it's, there's this little announcement where it says Shakar represents in Lit. Obviously, I mentioned Archibald Peck, but there's also the, was Ophidian and the Batiri, which I kind of miss the Batiri. I, I miss them a lot. Uh, I, I think every every time there's been a tag team tournament, I, I've tried to just like at least throw a tweet tweet or two out there. Just like, man, the Bateri would be absolutely great in this because their their feud with Feta Scott and Gregory Iron was. Oh my god! I, I have to say, it was my favorite tag team feud that AIW's ever done. Like just slamming Veda Scott, who's like a vegetarian or vegan. Uh, like in, into Vegan. like a a kitty a kitty pool of cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers. Yes, and they you also, can't. They also did a bacon bit spot that gets looked over. Ah, <sighs> bacon bits that were supposed like obviously like thumbtacks. Uh, I I just sent you to uh the link of like the the uh Jaylit one picture of everyone posing in the ring mm-hmm. like around the the belt like just so they're all like they're all babies at that point it feels like and that was like only. Six years ago, going on. If if you look past as you're looking at him, B.J. Whitmer's right arm. There's my head. Yeah, yeah. Purposely pe- pe- peeking over. <laughs> oh, that was so so long ago. Yeah, because yeah, uh, for those uh, who back, don't back know, then, I was gonna say that oh, that um that one was for the title. Yes. A particular yeah, uh, a particular that... DJ in TNA was not allowed to, I guess, defend it. Or, but then he came back for Absolution anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you were saying... uh, back, back then, uh, whenever I saw you there, I only knew you as the guy who turned turned his back on Tim Dunst. That was before then, too. Mm-hmm. I turned, because I did that. What was it? Because I always booed him, and I kind of, I would heckle him online a little bit, and he kind of had enough of it and ended up blocking me. Oh, uh, okay. And then I, I started heckling him even worse at shows, and Biggin sent me a message, basically saying, like, it was a copy-paste of a message board that he never really sent me the link to, just copying and paste what was said, and he's just like, listen, I, in so many words, I understand that you paid for a ticket and everything, but can you, like, understand other people are watching it, especially online, and I'm like, alright. So I was like, well, I'll just turn my back on Donst. 
Well, it's absolutely solid that that you got the heads up, but uh, I like that's oh man, like because uh, I, I remember because like I want to say my girlfriend was coming with me at the time, and when when you were heckling like really hard, like like she she couldn't stand you, man. <laughs> 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 yeah it's, it's like uh it's like a, a conversation long 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 time in in the, in the making so uh, uh, like it's cool it's cool to hear the other side of it but does she still hate me oh i when i was saying that i was gonna be on the podcast like she had no idea who i was talking about so like it's been long enough okay yeah yeah we're good yeah i think i left with a lot of bad taste in people's mouth i mean i i, ha- I have this weird dual personality where there's times i'm i am a complete asshole I'll admit it. It's in my DNA, but there's also a part of me that's can be very nice and I can get along with people, but I don't know. There's just lines for me. So I, I try not to have that come out of wrestling shows anymore, especially now when I have this show and I have my podcast name on my you know shirt or hoodie. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going out here representing myself. I better not be an asshole because I'm kind of a representative. So <laughs> I, I totally get that. Like just w- like wearing out, like I, I've I've had the conscious thought because like when I have my hat on with like Moy Boy designs on it, like I always think the extra thought of not being like not that I would be a dick, but it's just like to avoid situations that would put me in a negative light for them to just like you know hop hop on and then look me up real easy, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why I think going for those who don't know about my issues with Don's, because uh, I mean there was a long time I was blocked by him on all social media fun fact i'm still blocked by his personal facebook page that's personal his uh tim don's facebook page hmm. i think i've mentioned it to him and he just doesn't do it. take me off which fine whatever but when he came out that you know he had cancer i was just like ah i can't be a, i can't be a dick to him no <laughs> so I, I buried the hatchet and then when he came back i actually i was rooting for him a little while like i actually rooted him for him against gage the first time i was hoping that he was the one that was going to come out and go up against uh hardcore holly and he did so i was like i thought i actually kind of for that and then i mean i kind of got back to my normal where i'm just like ah, i'm not really a big fan of him and i only told him a long time ago i just rather boo you because when i first started coming i liked johnny gargano and that's who your feud was against and ever yeah. since then i just like booing you I, i've always preferred uh heel tim dance like because like coming from seeing him in chikara to then seeing him in person a lot for uh aiw when i started going um that that was like the top of him having a little faction like you know, with uh, Veronica Ticklefeather and um, oh, like the, uh, the the European guy, I can't uh, D- Jacob. Uh, Jacob Hammermeyer. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and like there was like a whole show where he where was um he took over for um uh, uh loudspeaker um Gavin and yeah. yeah he 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 was the best announcer being just his like bully jerk self and I I laughed the whole time. And then getting to see him all the time, it it just turned into overexposure, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, even when he was still kind of the good guy and he was before the official turn, I, I like I said, I got back to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, I even warned him. I'm like, I don't hate you anymore. Like, we're not, I'm not going back to those days of heckling you really bad online and stuff. It makes it, it, makes it sound like I was a stalker, but maybe like, <laughs> maybe like he'd post a tweet and I kind of like, give it a heckle and i guess like he just had enough and um so i was like i'm not going back to that i'm just gonna boo you like i'm still cool with you i don't have an issue i'll just boo you and even now that i boot when i boo him i i i don't go crazy with it i just like ah boo you suck and obviously with the gauge stuff i went crazy on the whole gauge spectrum but that's that's a different story hmm. so the fun the background of my hatred for Donson. fun note i'll just throw it out there i've tried to get him on the show before oh I, shit 
Yeah. He's not really good at answering emails, even when I show him the email. And he's like, all right, resend it to me. And he still is. He's I got gotcha. you. He still is. Has he been on many podcasts? I don't think I've ever... Uh, he did one particular show that I'm not going to mention his name. Sure. Of a former AIW fan or return whatever kind of AIW fan. Because actually, like, I think Don's and I have a lot in common, which is crazy. Both of our favorite video games of all time is Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. We both love Ghostbusters. We both love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. End up having a really good uh, chat like uh, you and Derek. I th- I think we could. Uh, it'd be fun to talk about our history. And even, like, I, don't, I think I talked about it at one point, if, but so if I'm repeating myself, I apologize to anybody. When I had my original, like, beef with him where I just, like, I liked, I really liked Boo him, but I amped it up a lot. I wanted to have him come on the Ohio Indie Report at the time and eventually, not, like, us have a confrontation, but just kind of have a, a regular kind of thing. But that never happened. So let's, uh, let's, let's get back to this event because I think Ed's falling asleep over there. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> Because I, I do believe a lot of this was way before Ed was coming around. Yeah, I just don't have anything to add because this is like years before. <laughs> yeah, because you remember a lot of, uh, I call it the era, uh, Don Swins, LOL. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was around for Don Swins, LOL. There was, there was a, I swear, a stretch where it's Don's loses, LOL. Or <laughs> Don Swins the championship and we're going to introduce a heel stable and just overshadow your win which was uh absolution of that year that we're talking about anyway back to this particular show back to the do we have, do we have any more to add about uh dom and tom yes i think dom's best course of strategy is to try to get at tom Lawler while he's still in his bondage gear <laughs> so you, you, you that's what you think he's he's I think that's his best course. He can get him right away before he gets off the cuffs and the ball gag or whatever he's got going on. Yeah, I think that's what Dom should do. Dom, if you're listening, it might be a dirty, underhanded tactic. But I guarantee you, if you can get a hold of that man before he's out of his bondage gear, you're going to win this match. So, filthy Tom versus dirty Dom? <laughs> Is that what we're seeing? Yes. Ooh, yes, absolutely. Should Greeny, Greeny give him the double D? <laughs> and then they're a tag team. Be a, be a dirty dick move. <laughs> Call them the filthy animals. I like it. <laughs> Just use that uh, the filthy animals theme music from WCW. Did they have more than one? Wasn't it Conan's rap song? Isn't that what they came out to? I think there was another one. Huh. Oh, were they all rapped? Did Billy Kidman rap? I'm kind of remembering Billy Kidman rapping. There's two that I remember. The one that I remember most is the one that was on the WCW soundtrack, but I want to say there was another one where I... Yeah, they all rapped. Yeah, so Billy Kidman rapped. Wow. Wrestling's really weird. Or was that when Conan was still in the NWO? I don't know. Here's my thing about WCW on, a, on another tangent. This is what happens when Ed's here, or even when I'm here. I'm not a huge fan of WCW because I feel like, in my mind, a lot of it blurs. And I think there's people out there who are hardcore fans who are like, no, that's just WWE's revisionist history. No, that's how I remember it. I was more a WWE person, or WWF at the time, but I felt like WCW, for the most part, it blurred. Like, to me, it's pre-NWO or pre-Hogan era, Hogan era, NWO era, we're going to do the New Blood versus Millionaire Club era. And then there was like this last little bit before they shut down. So maybe you want to call it like the, that was maybe the Mayhem era, if that. I don't even know. It's just like I said, it's just the same shit to me. I can't find if Billy Kidman raft for sure, but I also have just convinced myself that it did happen. So I'm just going to stick with that and never figure it out. 
I'm just going to assume that Billy Kidman rapped on their theme song. Yeah, it's all blurring together. I also want to say say Rey Mysterio is in one of the songs rapping. Oh, no, definitely him and Conan have a rap song for sure. But he also did the one for WWE Original. Oh, that album is amazing. Rikishi's put a little ass on it. It's a classic. I like the Dudley Boys one. Yeah, Bubba Ray Dudley's a terrible rapper. Oh, the making of that one. They actually, I, uh, I think that I bought the one with the DVD. It, yeah, it, the way they did it was they would record it like line by line, not necessarily to music. They were trying to like get it and chop it up, I believe. Yeah, it's like the Total Divas episode where Nikki Bella tries to sing her own music and Jim Johnson nearly has a stroke because it's so difficult. Anybody else watch Total Divas? Just me? I did for the, for a while, but then I got behind on a lot of TV. Because, I mean, Natalia's in it. Hello, I love me some Natalia. I'll watch any show that Natalia's in, but I just got so far behind. The only snippets about Total Divas I ever got was from Ed's podcast. Oh, yeah, back when it was weekly, we had a Total Divas, like, talk every week. Oh, yeah, yeah. That show was amazing then. They had that scene where, like... Uh, Tamina Snuka and Natalia and Naomi are outside of this bar and Natalia's crying because she's just she feels old and then all of a sudden like this uh, little drunk man like tries to bully his way past them and they like yell at him and then like the guy squares up like he's gonna do karate and then like Tamina Snuka scares him off but then like they're instantly back to Natalia like crying and so I don't know if that was planned <laughs> and like it's i was honestly confused like because it didn't add anything to the scene and it was really random and then they went back to doing what they were doing before so i honestly think this little man just i mean tried to fight them all reality shows are scripted like total diva is scripted oh yeah that's right yeah, yeah I, I know that's what i'm saying but this why oh, would you script okay. that that way it's def- it's probably one of those things that happened. And they're like, fuck it, we're just keeping it in. I hope so. Like, it helps make the scene. But, yeah, anyone who knows me, I love me some Natalia. Like, when I met her early, was it last year? Or, you know, uh, two years ago. Like, one of the greatest moments of my life. Because she was so nice. Is it because she's Canadian? Probably. But I don't give a fuck. <laughs> let's, let's move on to the title match. We have Nick Gage versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams for the AIW Absolute title. Tracy Williams has been on a hunt for the title for a year now. Or has it been over you? Didn't this start at the end of 2016? Yeah, yeah, because he was he was part of that, like, between him, Probo, and uh, and Tim Donsley. Like, he was just, like, in the mix of it the whole time, but, like, not, not like, the spy- spotlight wasn't on him. Mm-hmm. And then it came down to Gauntlet last year, the match that everybody <laughs> wanted to see go differently of J-Pro versus Tim Donst. And I think Tracy Williams was at that match to... Don's lost. He could no longer uh, have a match for the absolute title for a year. Every, I mean, that's what I thought. I'm like, oh, we're gonna have a year of Don's not in the title picture. I'm interested to see what happens. Even though I thought it was gonna go Don wins Jaylet and like completely swerves it, but no, I could. That's kind of been the thing of was the last year of you know, like I said, Don's wins. LOL. Because oh, if Don's loses this match he can't contend for the title for a year oh oh my god everybody thought that was gonna happen it didn't happen lol dance wins or dance wins lol then we go to wrestle rager 2 and if dance loses to danny havoc who's retiring the title will be put up in a deathmatch tournament and everybody was like oh my god oh my god we're, we're, we're gonna get a deathmatch tournament dance gonna lose i'm like uh i don't know dance wins lol of course dance won 
I'm kind of sad that they didn't have like a deathmatch tournament like graphic made, but with like the date to be determined. Oh, just just imagine that just how much extra people would have been like like so pissed at Donst winning that one. That would have been the ultimate swerve. But I mean, could they put down a venue, or they just be like, oh, everything is like T T B T or T B A? Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Ed? Um, I wasn't at the last show Nick Gage was on, but from what I hear, Nick Gage can wrestle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that I'm really interested to see that actually, because he's gonna have to with uh, hot sauce. Like, I'm really curious to see like Nick Gage wrestle. I, I want to see if this match uh, can like stay within like the ring slash. Uh... Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> Oh, you should have been like, I should. We should see if this will stay between. It. Nope, ain't gonna happen. Nope. I know. I can. I can wish, man. Like, maybe it's. Let's see if they can spend no more than let's say ten minutes out of the out of the ring in the crowd. Like if they're they're ringside, fine. But nowhere in the crowd, less than ten minutes. I'd be all right with that. This might be something someone has to time. If I can remember, <laughs> no, no, uh, no promises. But yeah, coming off the the win against uh, Kingston for for Tracy, like that that match was was so good. Like e- e- even with like the the kind of shaky ending with uh, with Kingston, like you know, like being hurt a bit, um, it, easily in like with one of my top five matches for AIW like that whole year. So uh, I am really stoked to see. Just like what comes out of this match. I'm kind of wondering if Tracy might have a couple year chase for the title that we're already in the middle of. Like, I'm not saying mm-hmm. maybe a couple right. more years, but like maybe another another year. And when he wins, it's this fulfillment of a very long journey. Like he's he's tried to beat this person for the title didn't happen. Try to beat these people for the title didn't happen. And even winning Jalen, which what if he wins Jalen this year? Like he's the first back to back first. Well, first two time and first back to back winner. And then says, I'm going to do this on my time now. I screwed up, put myself in a in a big match at Absolution, and I lost because of it. Well, now it's going to be on my terms. Yeah, putting him in, like, th- this would be his, like, first situation of being in an actual one-on-one for the title, I think, is a big difference maker. Because mm-hmm. uh, everything else has been, like like I was saying, in the mix with uh, Josh Prohibition and, and Don. So he, he's, he never got, like, a fair, you know, quote-unquote chance for it. Oh, yeah, that that is the main thing I, I did notice. He's never... I don't think he's ever officially lost. Uh, uh, even going on the results page, you know, walk the plank, J-Pro versus Tracy Williams, That that's marked as a no contest. I do believe Donst had something to do with that. I didn't even think about that. And then I believe Donst defeated J-Pro. I think that's who he pinned. I'm not 100% sure. have to look that up to be sure, but I believe that's who he beat for the title. And in both matches, uh, at Absolution and Cold as Ice, Tracy Williams was not beat. Tracy Williams almost won those matches, but Donst or someone else took advantage. Because I want to say Donst pinned J-Pro in that match, and then we basically had a rematch. It was the same match, but minus J-Pro, like, we did it elimination style, but from one month to the next, or one match, uh, one event to the next, with Tracy Williams, Lewis Linden, and Donst. Lewis Linden is the one who lost, who uh, got pinned yeah. on that one. So it leaves Tracy... That's the thing. He's... He has yet to be. Oh no! Do you know who's not booked for this mat for this event? Who's up? And we've already talked about him. Uh, Donster Linden. 
danced. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I think it's it's about time for for just take a break from like several several people we've been seeing the last four or five years straight. Mm-hmm. Even if it is just like a couple months, I think just uh just just the, the let let the event breathe. <laughs> yeah. Well, even like Ethan Page, like I know he's not on this show, and I think when I spoke with him, he's not going to be back till April. Which right. I mean, part of it. Oh, was that a spoiler for you? <laughs> Uh, he, he he's upset for because that that's that's his favorite man. Oh no! Oh, you can't. He didn't know. You can't. No. You can't cradle his balls till April. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Whose balls are you gonna cradle? Uh, not Brian Carson's. <laughs> I mean, you can chew some gum. That's really big, real big chews. Some people know you're chewing the gum. Oh, so you're gonna do big leak chew? Oh. Oh, man, I had some big league chew the other day, and <laughs> it was mediocre. It's not as good as I remember. Um, yeah, but okay, whose balls are you going to create with the show? All right. Um, Tom Lawler's because he's a pervert, right? I guess that's the... <laughs> but what about Joey Janelle? Oh, yeah, never mind. Joey Janelle's on the show. What was I thinking? That... Oh, man, that match is going to be great. Oh, I can't wait. That match announcement for joey janelle spring break 2 yeah uh, of the super nintendo style which to me it, it looked like wwf raw royal rumble like the uh the acclaim games like it that, for sure was like, the like sprites were for sure that but yeah it like especially because like there was Shawn michaels like that looked like his exact sprite from the games and then it was just then creating sprites out of the other wrestler oh my god like like the, the i mean the match was okay but i think i was like i want to play this game <laughs> this game looks fun. Where can I play as Joey Janela? Team up with Glacier. Have Marty Janetti come out of nowhere. Um, have uh, an attack of mini. Uh, well, not mini, but uh, have attack of multiple dinks. Um, what else am I missing? Every every match announced for that show makes me sadder and sadder that I'm not going to be there this year. I I kind of want. I don't think I'm the only one. I want AIW to bring in um, Pierre. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. If they if they could bring in Pierre, I could say I've met both the uh, uh, Quebecers because I met the Mountie slash uh, Jacques at WrestleCon, and the only reason why I met him is because a friend of mine has an online gimmick of the Mountie. <laughs> and our joke is he's the greatest intercontinental champion of all time and when i met him i told him i'm like you're the greatest intercontinental champion of all time he had a huge like fucking laugh on it not like oh my god like you he's like ah he said i'm the greatest intercontinental champion jimmy like jimmy hart was right next to him and he's like this guy said i'm the greatest intercontinental champion of all time <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful i love that <laughs> all right let's get back to this match tracy williams nick gage yeah that I, I definitely see Nick Gage having just a, a long, long run like with this belt. Like it, it's it's been building up to it even before you know he went back to you know to prison. So mm-hmm. I you know I, I definitely saw that coming around the corner, and then like he's back and he's just gonna go on a war path. And like I I, I love the idea of uh, Tracy having like you know like another six months to you know a year build to you know winning the big one for him. I think my main thing is I want to see a lot of these style matches. It kind of sucks that Ray Rowe is now in WWE because I think uh, him and Gage would be interesting. Oh, yeah, that, uh, that, that would have been so good. Like, I think I mentioned it, you know, we talked about Death Row, that Pentagon versus Ray Rowe is, one of, is my probably my favorite Ray Rowe match. It was short. like 10, That was like my only thing minutes. on it, but it was 
fucking brutal. They also started right out of the curtain for Ray Rowe. Like, like yeah. there wasn't much in between. So that's, I thoroughly enjoyed that match, but there's a lot of other matches we can get with Gage, you know, uh, Dom, Tom. Um, I've heard, and I, I haven't got any confirmation of this. We could possibly see Juice Robinson back at some point. Yeah. They mentioned that on, on their most recent podcast. Yeah. So like, imagine like Juice versus Gage. Because we know, you know, I don't say Juice. I was thinking of Kevin Owens when he got busted up, but it was more how hard that uh, Juice can hit. Right. Hmm. I wonder, like, out of, like, all all these factions and tag teams we've been having lately, if anyone's going to, like, break out into, like, single stuff within, like, this next six months. Because I'd definitely love to see, like, I, like, imagine the polar opposites of, like, Magnum CK versus Nick Gage. I hope Magnum CK has a long run yes. in AIW. I, I I mentioned on the show last week how there's plans of having a interview with the whole production. I'm halfway tempted on doing an interview before all that with just him because the dude has a lot to talk about. I've heard him on two different interviews and talk about kind of two different things. And the thing that I would love to talk to him about is when I was in high school, I was in drama club and he actually has a theater background too. So just to like talk about that kind of stuff is would be absolutely fun. I'd love to hear that. But yeah, I think like when you mentioned the first person I thought of was, you know, Magnum CK as a breakout. Um, oh, or, or AJ Gray. I was AJ I was, Gray I, versus Nick Gage would be I incredible. Was, I was okay. I was first thinking Joshua Bishop, and then right before you said, I'm like, well, maybe AJ Gray, but I'm like, man, well, AJ Gray won't do a death match. That's for sure. That's fine. Even though I keep trying, I want to convince him and PB Smooth both to have a death match because they both don't want one. And I think that, that would like in my mind, that's the comedy behind it because I, I love me some comedy wrestling. But like these two dudes who don't want to do death match, but you're like, okay, you guys have to do a death match. Imagine the promos leading up to a death match between them of neither of them wanting to do it. Like not 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 as in like, oh, you're weak for not wanting to do it. It's just like <laughs> I don't I don't want to maim myself. Like I don't want <laughs> the the scars, the bruising, you know, just the disfigurement of so, any sort. I just imagine this match where they they go the lightest form of a death match. Yeah. <laughs> like I already had thoughts of like uh, in, instead of um like, like do do like the the Chikara route of and instead of like the the um thumbtacks have it be sprinkles and shit. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of that aspect. I was thinking like let's say they have light tubes, but they're not trying to hit each other hard because they know like if you know one hits the other one hard, it's gonna like they're gonna get it back, so it's just gonna build. It's just like well, I don't want to hurt you too hard. But if they did that aspect of it, that's even better. Instead of yeah, instead I, of thumbtacks, I, I love both of those things. Instead of thumbtacks noodles, instead of light tubes uh pool noodles <laughs> instead of uh barbed wire the longest rope of uh licorice yeah i was thinking like nerds rope yeah okay nerds rope this <laughs> this needs to be the, the comedy death match so i would uh, who would who would be perfect in a comedy death match i don't think i've ever seen like comedy spots in, like you know i'm sure they exist i've just i've personally never seen them so well, like I'd, I'd be very interested in it it's basically like what we were mentioning earlier of hope and change versus the pateri yeah where, where you have the you know the pool of cheeseburgers and the bacon bits tax um i mean i mean those were more because of you know vegas uh lifestyle but yeah. there has like there has to be like some like comedy things like, the, the, you, those moments like just those are things i'll never forget could you imagine like how people make the light tube structures 
but instead like pool noodles. <laughs> like when people cre- create the like the frame where it's you know the slide tube stacked on each other, but like imagine that, but a couple pool noodles. Well, like because that 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 immediately makes me think of like the very first match I ever saw. Like like I'm sorry, like the first show I ever went to was uh, Absolution Six, and that's when like you know Ricky went through that harrowing like structure of light tubes tables ladders and like it, it just it might i don't remember it being on fire but it might as well have been because he went through all of it and now I, I replaced it with pool noodles and just like just adding sound effects and mm-hmm. uh just you know you know there's a show like this right like comedy death matches but please uh it's the iwa softcore cup they did it last year iwa softcore cup i didn't i Something tells me I heard about it, but I don't know if I did. Yeah, Joey Ryan was in it, and he did a Candyland match, and they used, like, uh, gummy bears instead of thumbtacks. I love that that exists. Yeah, here's some, like, soft uh, peanut brittle uh, semifinal match. So, like, they used peanut brittle instead of glass. Uh, Softcore cup, two cookie pans match. You only get that. Uh. Uh, This this little preview that i see it's in comic sans i i already they, they already like picked the, like the the most awful but perfect <laughs> font for this the theme of everything <laughs> what were we even talking about <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> okay it started off talking about uh nick gage and potential opponents and then we yeah. mentioned uh aj gray in the mix and then that got into a match between aj gray and pb smooth in a uh yes yeah a death match and that got into a, a comedy death match what a, what a rabbit trail so good all right i want to see more comedy death match i mean i i, I have this uh softcore cup pulled up like i'll i'm definitely checking this out soon sooner than later we should book nick gage for it could you imagine him just not giving a shit <laughs> like absolutely appalled they should book Nick Gage and Chikara. I, I want that a lot. What about Nick Gage and uh, Kaiju Big Battle? Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking Godzilla. I'm gang affiliated, motherfucker. Oh, I just I could just see him pummeling poor Burger Bear. I think he'd take like a legit bite, like right out of the suit. Oh, you know, I, I the one person I wouldn't want him in there with is Unicorn Party. I just I couldn't put Unicorn Party through that. You, I remember you talked about Unicorn Party for like a straight six months. Like, dude, there was Unicorn not one Party was the Unicorn Party was the coolest. He's like a, a dancing, raving unicorn man, and it's the greatest. And I don't know why he isn't in the JT Lightning tournament. Oh, I don't know why he isn't booked in AIW all the time. That's what I came away from WrestleMania weekend last year with. Is like Unicorn Party is probably one of the top twenty wrestlers in the world. And you never even figured out who it was, I don't think. Okay, so that's the thing. I don't think, like, they have set wrestlers that play these people. I yeah, think they're, they're revolving. Just, yeah, they're just, they're just costumes. So you can't actually book Unicorn Party. What a damn shame. Ugh. Sucks. All right, let's uh, let's go over all the matches one at a time and pick uh, pick our winners. Cool. We will start with uh, the headliner herself. And does this match main event or no? <laughs> no. I mean, her name's on the well. Her former name is in the in the title. Uh, that's that's Tenille- fine. Semi main. No, she's not main eventing. Tennille Dashwood versus Britt Baker. Uh, I, I got Britt Baker. Like I, I can't see her. Like you know, they they. They built her so strong over the, like, you know, we haven't seen her in a while at this point, but like before that, they only built her up. So, are we waiting till Britt Baker gets signed to bring back the women's championship? 
to lose it again? No, I'm saying like like Britt Baker, she she gets signed, and then it's like okay, now that all our our high level prospects are gone, uh, who's who's going to be the the champion? It's it's been so long since we've had like a girls' night out. Like I I wouldn't even know who they would book at this point. And Britt's going to be at two shows in a row. She is also booked for um, Enter the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember the uh, Karen Karen, Karen Q. Yeah. Yeah, and she was uh really good at the last girls' night out, and then I saw her at Shimmer and she was terrible, but I don't blame her. Her and uh the chick from uh the the group with Alex Daniels where they all had sex together. Um, <laughs> I miss that faction so much, man. <laughs> uh, the, the blonde girl from it, her Raylan. and Karen oh, Raylan? Raylan, yeah. They had a, a tag team where they hated each other and they showed they hated each other by continuously like doing the worst version of talk trash, like the most cringe, awful acting mad I've ever seen in my life. It was really bad, but I don't think she'll be doing that here. So I'm really excited, but Britt Baker's going to win this match. <laughs> Britt Baker doesn't lose. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. No, she's lost. When's the last time she's lost? Britt Baker wins all the time. I feel like Shayna Baszler. When was that? Uh, I know they had a match. I, th- I thought they did. Yeah, but like I that whole the Hornswoggle feud, didn't she win like every match? No, he underhanded, like, you know, won a couple. Like that. That's the reason, like, the feud continues. So. Yeah. I'm not sure I remember last time we seen Britt, because I'm looking up all the matches right now. Yeah, the last time we saw her, she was against Faye Jackson at Cold as Ice. Ah, oh, that's right. That's right. The uh, the half-sister of Nick and Matt. Got it. A joke that I wish would, would catch on. <laughs> It's it's one of those like I get the joke, but I'm I'm sorry it doesn't it doesn't tickle me as much as you want it to. <laughs> yeah, life story. Anyway, <laughs> next up we have the production versus no consequences match that we've talked a lot about these groups in general. But one thing uh, it is interesting note in the match graphic we see Colby Red, but we did f- hear a promo, not Darcia promo. I can't play the audio for it because there's nothing. It just it's all visual. Yes, just typing. It appears that there's going to be a new member and going by particular posts from members of the production and people they're tagging, that would be new member Donovan Danhouse. So actually, before we get to that, uh, we have a promo to play from Magnum CK. You know, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that February 23rd just happens to be 13 years to the day since my first professional wrestling match. There have been detours, there have been roadblocks, there's been construction, but it led me to the production. Happy anniversary to me. And for my anniversary, we're gonna finish a book. We are going to close a book. Epilogue, no sequel, not even a footnote. You see, boys, kids, by now you know exactly what it means to be in the ring with Magnum CK. You know how it feels. You know when the breath leaves your body and you just can't get it back. When your throat's on fire, your chest looks like hamburger meat. One thousand eyes all around you making you question every decision you ever made that led you to the day when you were in the ring with Magnum CK. 
The 23rd will be no different. The only slight variation is that it will be your last chance as you lay in the middle of my ring and you see me fly off the top right toward you as the last light leaves your eyes you will hear one refrain are you not sporting and they will be so now we have with this match, with a potential new member, the production versus no consequence. Who do you it's hard have? to say for, for this one, especially because like, so we're, we're having Chase Oliver, you know, back. So now it's like the, the full group, the full no consequences group mm-hmm. production. You know, like if, if nothing was ever mentioned about like, I would have forgotten like about because I, I watched it a while ago at this point, like that, that, uh that like typing promo about about uh, the new cast member. Mm hmm. I would have forgot about that completely, and so I would have said no consequences picking this up. But with with that be added added in there, like I, I really feel like production's gonna like just continue to steamroll. Steamroll. I don't. Oh I'll, yeah. I'm gonna throw yeah. this. I don't think I throw up a pick for my last match, but uh, I'm gonna go with Britt Baker as well. Uh, continuing, Ed. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the production because you're not debuting a new member and losing. Right. What if no consequences debuts a new member? Hmm. And it and it just goes to like a like a, huh? I doubt it will. But I'm just throwing <laughs> yeah. that out there. What 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 a what a absolute mess! Like like not not in like a bad way, just like in a chaotic sense. Everything would like if it were to be like a six on six at any point, but because this this already five on five, like we're we're not gonna know where to look. God, who do these guys think they are? Bullet Club. You know who I would put in no consequences. Boogeyman. Uh, Brian Carson. <laughs> There's not enough gum. <laughs> so what you're saying is um, we need to see Brian Carson cosplay in a match as Roddy Piper from They Live. Because he's uh, there He's there to kick ass and chew bubblegum, but he's all out of bubblegum. He's all out of bubblegum. Uh, I can tell you right now that from day one, that man has never been out of bubblegum. I'm going to go. I got to go with my boys of production. Sorry, Josh. Sorry, Trey in production next up we have joey janela versus djz for the aiw intense title janela's had the title for a year now right has it already been that long didn't you wanted it abso let or it's all blend together now yeah <laughs> yeah like uh, all, all of his matches you know they, they've been like solid you know really entertaining it just like there hasn't been like a lot of like storyline with them it's been like the only thing i wish it had more of but you know fun overall wish there was more glacier i do wish there was more glacier that that was a travesty oh, that was that yeah, was heartbreaking oh no nope, i'm mm-hmm. wrong i am wrong it's not a year so there's someone bitching at me it's marked down as oh 215 days for some reason absolution seems a lot farther away <laughs> i thought we were past that yeah uh we are at 215 days of the joey janela reign as of right now gotcha he is still under half of the alex daniels reign which was the longest reign of a intense champion i miss alex daniels so much please come home <laughs> uh i think alex daniels should cancel his plans on march 10th and he should come wrestle at under the dragon 
Uh, yeah. I'm curious to how long this title reign is going to last. Not saying I'm getting tired of it, but it's kind of like what you were saying, um, Michael, of no storylines. It's just been like challenger after challenger. But the beauty, I of feel that, like the beauty of that is we could see a title change just out of nowhere. For sure. Like uh, they don't have to build anything because there's nothing built. So because yeah, I, I definitely feel like we were we were about to with uh, with um, Jimmy Jacobs, but with his injury taking him out. Yeah, that was sad. I mean, Absolutely. hey, that that could easily lead into by the time he comes back. Yeah. I, I think for now I am I'm still gonna go with Joey Janela. Like uh, I, I I wouldn't be opposed to to DJZ picking it up, but overall I, I, I don't know. Ed, uh, I'm gonna go with Joey Janela, and this match is gonna be bonkers. I'm they better. I I think we're gonna see some crazy shit. I'm very excited. Up next is 2001 Colt Cabana versus modern day Colt Cabana. MJF versus Colt Cabana. I'm looking forward to this match. I'm a I'm a fan of MJF. I know there's there's actually people out there that don't like him whatsoever. And I have heard the quote, they think that the spot could be given to somebody else. And there's other people out there that does his gimmick better than him, which I don't know if I 100% agree with, but hey, whatever. Well, MJF has only been wrestling for like under two years, I think. Like it hasn't been too terribly long and he's already has has the character down pat. I like I feel like I feel like on the mic, I mean, he hasn't shown it in AIW, but he he's very smooth. No matter what you say, he's going to have something to say against, and that's something that I look forward. If if someone in, in the live environment, I haven't seen that. You're right, but uh, in in his promos, like I, I definitely see that smoothness. And that I think is a hard thing to duplicate. I've often said there are two people that I discovered last year, or I've you know I I found out about that are just these really good arrogant heels is MJF, which is he's he's definitely more on the arrogant uh, snob side of it. Then you have Jackson Argos, who's just a loudmouth. And I think MJF he can outthink you. Argos can just talk louder over you but still have an, enough ammo to say that's i that's what i love about both of them and if i could ever find a way to get them together freaking match made in heaven i'm not even talking about against each other just a tag team a one-off whatever I, I, but like i said i'm a, I'm a huge fan of mgf and it's actually be interesting to see how these styles work together i love cabana's comedy style and i don't know if i've seen mjf in that environment so between these two i'm gonna pick mjf uh he he hasn't picked up too many wins yet in aiw so i definitely think this is this will be the like not the start of them but like rolling on so mjf yeah i've never seen mjf wrestle so i'm gonna pick colt cabana have you seriously never been to any of the shows he's been at no every time he's been on i miss the show damn so you're not showing up on friday <laughs> I'll, I'll, no, I'll be there for this one. Uh, but yeah, Colt, Colt, and Colt's gonna be funny, and I'm gonna be really happy. And yeah, will you be picking up your camera out of the shop? What? Getting getting your new lenses put in. Um, yeah, uh, I've got a really nice camera with a really high powered lens. Uh, huh. hopefully, hopefully, uh, everybody in the front row gets out of my way. I'm sure. I'm sorry, wrong head. <laughs> Uh, uh, the match that I, I mentioned earlier, just because it was somewhat announced, and we'll just speak on it really quick. To Infinity and Beyond versus the boys from Jollyville, aka the Jollyville Fuckets, versus PME versus maybe Mance Warder, and maybe if he is in the match with a different tag team partner. <laughs> I'm saying, I'll, I'll say this, if they're in the match... Mance Warner and a replacement tag team partner, Mance Warner. If not, and it's, they just do a, do a, a triple threat, I say fuck it. Uh, I, I'm actually going to go with uh, PME. Um, they've been like, 
all their matches so far in AIW, like BM the Bar shows, or, or like uh, I think the two in Mount Carmel now, um, they, like they've been so solid, and they they were like a hair close away from picking up the uh, their their last like tag team scramble, but then you know dedication personified like like snatched it from them at the last second. So I, I definitely think PME is on on their way up. Ed? I am picking Mance Warner and the Duke. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering if we are going Mance Warner and Duke route, but I mean I'd love to see somebody else but the Duke in there. But I, I just don't know who you would book. That's another situation of think of the banter. Like, uh, they, they just I, I want to hear them communicate with each other. Obviously, if you if you find a replacement that's not the Duke, it's got to be someone from the South. So I don't know. Just just pop Kurt Hurts in there. <laughs> Here you go. Who you got, Ed? Uh, I I think it's gonna be the the Duke. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna get the Duke. Who's your pick if they're not in the match? Um, PME. Okay. They've been on kind of a mini roll lately without like winning a lot. You know what I mean? Highlights, absolute highlights of each match. Speaking of mini roll, we have the AIW tag team title match. <laughs> Twins, PB Smooth and Hornswoggle versus Dedication <laughs> Personified, Brian Carson and Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham. I had to jump on that transition because it was perfect timing. I loved it. Uh, but I, I can't see twins uh, losing this early on. Like uh, they're they're going over. Like, but I am super interested in seeing the interactions with dedication personified and how that how that escalates. I think twins wins it with the human boombox. <laughs> I was gonna say the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I have to remember to throw that at the end of the episode. God damn it! <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, twins too. Filthy Tom Lawler versus Dominic Greeny. <sighs> this I'm gonna, one's tough. It is because I, I feel like the other matches I kept going Dom. I think it was like, well, I think Dom's gonna win, and then we got to the second match. I was like, well, Dom's gonna win, and we're gonna we'll have like a match later on. Now we get to a third match, and it's two nothing. Part of me wants to go, well, go Filthy Tom. So if Dom wins, fine. Or just go filthy Tom, and if you know he wins, fine. Uh, I think filthy Tom's gonna—he—he's gonna get it after a hard-fought battle, uh, and then go on to Nick Cage. Yeah, I'm gonna go filthy Tom too. I'm gonna go Dom just to be different. <laughs> Fair. I can see it going either way, so yeah, I'll, I'll just pick Dom. You just didn't want to be too submissive for that one. <laughs> I think he's gonna take away strategy, and I think it's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> And then that leaves us with a title match. Absolute title match. Nick Gage versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. I'm the, this is the era of Gage. Murder, death, kill. Gang affiliated. That's what I'm yep. going with. Nick Gage. Uh, we, 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 talked, we talked at length on it. I, I really think he's going to get it. Ed? Gonna be uh, yeah, Nick Gage isn't losing this title. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Nick Gage is for sure winning. I, I wouldn't be upset if Tracy won, but like it, it would have to be, uh, it like because the next show you know would, would would be a rematch, and then I don't know, it, like that'd be another like trade situation. It might go too long for their feud, and like I, I think not not easily not an easy win for Nick Gage, but like I think he's definitely gonna outpower him. As of right now, if we don't crown a new. AIW Women's Champion, roughly six months from now, Shayna Baszler will surpass Allison Kay as the longest women's champion. Actually, longest, I think, title holder in the history of AIW. Hmm. I hope she does it. <laughs> Even if she's not able to show up? Uh, Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I thought about it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I like Shayna. So roughly by the end of August, if we don't have a new, new women's champion, without defending it, she will surpass Allison Kay. I, part of me doesn't think we're going to go that long. I think the longest we might oh. go is Absolution. And then maybe post-Absolution in roughly August, crown a new champion. I'd be down with that. That sounds great. Like, you know, if we can't have Shayna back, that is but if if we can have her back then i'm willing to wait for it all right uh yeah that pretty much sums it up for we've got a dilemma any uh final thoughts or last minute plugs ed uh we got we got a new episode of pod van dam coming out soon it might be out before this but if not it'll be out very soon after this and uh is that when the last episode came out right around an episode yeah it just keeps working out that way it's, it's but uh, yeah, that's it. Just uh, follow us on Twitter at Pod Van Dam, and then we probably have other social media that I don't manage. I think we have a Facebook, most likely. Yeah, I think you have a Facebook page, but I think that's it. Oh, I'm all right with that. Because I, I know when I post on Instagram, I have to use hashtag Pod Van Dam. Yeah, we don't have an Instagram for and, sure. And I'm pretty sure I'm my posts are the only one under hashtag Pod Van Dam. <laughs> are you sure about that? We have <laughs> thought we had dozens and dozens of listeners. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to figure out uh, last time I mentioned Pod Van Dam. Oh, here it is from one of them. Four four public posts, all from wrestling chairs. <laughs> Three of which are your appearance. Yeah. So, any final thoughts, last minute plugs from you, Moynihan? Yeah. Um. Uh. I do graphic design under. Um, no. Boy does. Oh. <laughs> no. I had no idea. Yeah, for for the people. Come on. Yeah, uh, as as uh, Moy Boy Designs, um, mainly on Facebook. I have a Twitter. It's mainly just retweets. So like, I, I can I can talk to people on there, but I don't know. Not nothing nothing super interesting over there. But uh, yeah, you can see my designs at uh, Moy Boy Designs on Facebook. Um, T-shirts, logos, you know, and any, anything you really need. Business cards, flyers, etc. And not a very active Instagram either. Uh, yeah, I have one, but that was literally just to see like wrestlers' Instagrams. Really, I yeah. use Facebook the most. That's the world. Yeah, yeah. I I think I use the three just because you tend to get maybe certain people aren't on one and not the other. Like you know, Ed's not on really on Facebook. Then you have some people who are on Instagram, like Ed. Um, but then you have actually people who like Instagram. Like I've been doing a thing where I've been posting a little bit more for my personal one, and I don't know. Sometimes there's a let there's a lot less bullshit on Instagram too, kinda. But yeah, that uh, we got all of these other shows here on the Trending Topics Network, or if you can go over and listen to the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, What's on Fight, Eurovision Showcase, Legends on Simon Radio, Old School at the Movies, Trending Topics Network at the Movies, View from the Fourth Row, and Chill and the 450 Podcast, and check out all of the friends of Wrestling Cheers, such as Chris Clem's Kazcast with. Chris Clem, Wingcast, a wingman podcast with Steve Guy, Let the Hate Flow Through You with Jeremy Shear and El Hordano Diablo. I was on last week's episode and I talked about my hatred for Sparks. Yes, Smarks. I... Poor Ed Battis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt he listened to it, but yeah, I had a nice fun episode where we talked about all that and went on our own different tangents and jokes and all that kind of stuff. Also check out a little show called Pod Van Dam, The Road Home from Wrestling weekly wrestling podcast thrift store jobber on instagram ebay twitter and etsy check out our friends at rebel life media and neos sports insiders and obviously the official graphic designer of wrestling cheers moy boy designs that will do it for us here on wrestling cheers where everybody knows your name even if you chew lots and lots of bubblegum gum. <laughs>
Later. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Would you like you get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Specifically places where uh, families can go. Right. So really, you have the whole city mm-hmm. to play with. New York City. Yes. So if yes. you could just, you know, tell us some places that would be appropriate, appropriate. for, say, like moms, Mommy, dads, daddy, kids. Kitty. And, you know, if there are any places for people like that. Yes. New York's hottest club is Slash. Oh, no. <laughs> this place has everything. Glass, steam, bear traps, and just when you think the fun is over, knock, knock, who's there? It's Black George Washington. <laughs> All that in a party room filled with human bath mats. <laughs> what is a human bath mat? It's that thing of when, like, midgets have dreadlocks and they lay face down on the floor. I just get emotional around the holidays to find, you know. Uh, my family is all back in New Hampshire and I don't get to spend the holidays with them anymore. I, I guess I just miss them this time of year. I'm sorry, I never knew you had a family. I just thought you were built by gay scientists. You know what, this year I'm gonna get you a Christmas present. Oh, Stefan, wow, what are you gonna get me? A human boombox. What's a human boombox? It's that thing of when you carry a midget over your shoulder (laughs) while he sings gangster rap. That's just what I've always wanted. (laughs) Located in an abandoned white fish factory in Little Israel. This place is gonna have everything. Ghosts, ghouls, goblins, my son. (laughs) And on the dance floor, you'll find both guys from Wham wearing a two-man horse costume. Spoiler alert, they're both in the back. (laughs) Plus, there's there's a special guest. Have you heard of Blackula the Black Dracula? Yes. Well, they have a Jewish Dracula. Oh, what's his name? Sidney Applebaum. Sidney Applebaum? Jewish, Jewish Dracula.
for a healthy snack. Oh, that'll be good, yep. Yeah. Hit the bar and have some Frasians, raisins that look like Fraser. <laughs> or, or try your luck with the human pinata. And what is the human pinata? It's that thing of when a Mexican midget eats a lot of candy and then he dances until he throws up. You know, uh, Stefan, I think midget is actually an outdated term. Sorry, not midget, fun size. Okay. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> 